0: Czech German Perspectives is brought to you by the Czech German Young Professionals Program. To find out more about the network, visit our Facebook page by searching C-G-Y-P-P. You are listening to Episode 3 Czech German Perspectives, a podcast featuring a variety of voices from both countries. two thousand and fifteen migration has been a major political issue both in the czech republic and germany but which impact does it have on the daily lives of german citizens cgypp participant petra korimska found some interesting answers since two thousand fifteen germany entered more than one million refugees asking for an asylum Hundreds thousands of them came to germany through bavaria a free state in the south of germany bordering switzerland austria and the czech republic this podcast tells the story of one family living in the bavarian border region and reports how refugees entered also their homes and lied. My parents used to take care of German foster children, and children were to be temporarily relocated to a new home due to social emergency situation already in the past. Because of that, they had a good contact with the local youth welfare office. One day they were asked if they would be willing to foster a young Afghan boy, and we said to ourselves, Let's give it a try. Describes a daughter how it all started. Three years ago, her parents fostered one or at most two refugee adolescents who were simply living with them. They were provided with food and clothes, but they also shared their daily routines or went together for a trip or so. Later on, they had many young people in their house, sometimes even fifteen youngsters. All three of them looked after together. This then led the daughter to a practical decision to take two 16-year-old Somali boys also into her own house. That was in the spring of 2015. The family decided to help the authorities and police, who had no clue anymore where to provide shelter for so many new refugees. The family has been since then accommodating and looking after minor unintended refugees and helping with their integration. So far, more than 100 young refugees, coming mostly from Somalia, Eritrea, Nigeria, Afghanistan and Syria, spent at least few weeks in their home. And which obligations does the fostering of refugees typically include? That the school is organized and that these legal and legal things are organized and und the auch das Asylverfahren They need support with getting things organized for school. And next to providing help in basic daily routines, it is especially the contact with authorities, also regarding the asylum procedure, where they need the most support. I will ask them how they are doing. The health and mental health are always a Because of the numerous appointments every day, there was a period of time when the family members had to give up their jobs. It was during this most hectic time when the NGO Caritas organized some events, bringing together people looking after refugees. We all went through so many new experiences which we had to process, these meetings helps us to overcome and cope with the extraordinary situation," says the 32-year-old daughter. Everything eased in 2016 when Germany introduced a nationwide relocation of refugees, according to which refugees do not have to stay in the areas where they arrive. This was initially a big problem because the border areas could not handle the huge number of incoming refugees, whereas some parts of the country remained unaffected by the situation. And what is it like to share one household with refugees? African women cook differently than we here in Europe. They say a kitchen is good only then, when it's black and when the whole house smells of fat. Which means when an African woman cooks, for us it stings, but for her it smells wonderful and sends the signal to others that she is doing good. Describes the father one of many cultural differences that the family came across. One of the topics hotly discussed in connection with refugees is also security. Our neighbors understood relatively quickly that they don't need to worry about their security. We have about 10, maximum 15 refugees in the house and they also stay long term. Which is of course an advantage, because then the neighbors get an overview about who they are and that they are not violent. And how about his own security? I am not concerned with it. I feel safe. Actually, I know that no one would try to break into my house because there are black people and no one in the community knows how they would react should they face a robber. Quite on the contrary, my house is certainly one of the safest here. Is that one of his surprising conclusions? When I tell people that I'm doing this, at first they are very surprised. Many are saying, oh, I could not do this in my home. Many have prejudices. Their opinion changes strongly, depending on whether they ever had any contact to refugees. If they have never been in contact with them, then they have much stronger prejudices, and their fear is much bigger. Generally, you could say the more contact, the better is the atmosphere when talking about this topic. And how about you? Would you also help if you are living in the Bavarian border area?